The Sesh Podcast, episode 129, take one. Hi, friends, and welcome back to The Sesh. I am Kendall Ray. And I am Janelle, joined by our lovely producers, Corelli and Sydney. Hello, hello. hello. Welcome back. Welcome hey. back. Welcome back to the show. It's a beautiful Monday here in Denver, yeah. Colorado. It's been an interesting day. <laughs> yeah, interesting day, to say the least. Yeah, the um, the police just left. Sure did. We were kind of running a little behind today because we were outside talking with them. That was interesting. That's right. We have our own CSI today. Yeah, seriously. It's creepy. <sighs> I yeah. feel like we should talk about it, though, because who knows? People need to know. They treated us yeah. like we were idiots, but I'm convinced we did no. the right thing. I definitely think we did. Yeah. So basically what happened is I, a few hours ago, was going out to get something from my car. And I went out to my car and it was it was in the back seat. So I go to pull the handle of my car door and I noticed this weird little metal magnet looking thing on my car handle, like right behind it on the actual door. And it almost looked like part of an Apple ID tag yeah. or something. Yeah. It looked tag. weird. And I thought to myself, that's weird because last night I was <laughs> scrolling TikTok and saw this video that this girl made where she was talking about how they will, random people will stick things onto the car doors to either try and track you or sometimes they will like, coat it with some type of drug like fentanyl or something so that when you touch it to try and remove it from your car you get sick and i don't know if that's true or not obviously not everything on tiktok is true yeah. but in my mind i was like oh hell no i got scared i got really spooked because i saw it last night so i went back in and I told kendall and i was like am i just being weird or what should i do because you told me you didn't see it this morning yeah and you would have seen it because you put charlie in the back seat right i put him in the back seat and then i when I get to the office, I pull that door open every single time. That's always the side I go on to get him. And I don't remember seeing it. And I also park in a garage, like in my house. It's not my car's not on the street in the middle of the night and stuff. So I'm quite sure that that thing landed there between the time that I had gotten to work and then a few hours, not even like an hour and a half after I when I went out to get something from my car. So I went in and I was like, what should we do? Because I don't want to touch it in case it's like, as drugs on it. I don't <laughs> think it's ridiculous. I'm so glad. As soon as you told like, me that, yeah, it I'm was glad a red you took me seriously. Me. You're yeah. like, no, that's not normal. I mean, we know a lot about human trafficking. We cover so many cases. Yeah. We see things all the time, and they're constantly changing the ways that these things they are do done. Things. And I've heard similar things that they. I've heard of marking cars, people mm -hmm. watching your vehicle. Have you guys heard about the zip tie thing? Yep, that's yeah. the thing I saw on TikTok last night. That they'll put a zip tie on your car handle, like mark that you're a good prospect, or they'll put something on to make you be like, what the heck is that? And grab it and remove it on purpose. And then it'll hurt you or something. So I was scared. I don't think that's ridiculous at all. I mean, human trafficking is a huge epidemic. It's happens to women in our country and men too all the time. And mm -hmm. things are only getting crazier. Yeah. Um. So I felt like we, sh we should let somebody know. We should look into it. We started trying to Google magnets on cars and there were a few things there were a few articles like debunking things but they were old and it just looked very suspicious to me the way it was placed i thought i thought maybe it was the tracking device or yeah. something like that and i still think honestly i still think it could have been 
Who really knows? Because right. um, that was a real, it was, a, I mean, that magnet was pretty thick and it looked like, honestly, it looked like an off-brand air tag, like the back yeah. of an off-brand air tag. And Can I mean, what I mean by that, I have sure. a picture of it. Yeah. And like, what I mean by that, I guess is like, it was thicker, but it was smaller than an air tag, like than the, yeah. the back of an air tag. But it just, it, I don't know, it, it didn't look like a regular magnet. Which I will say, I was like, if you're going to put an air tag on my car or tracking, like, why would you be stupid enough to put it right on my door handle where I look? So then that's made me think, like, maybe they put it there on purpose for me to grab it. And then I was trying to think, is there something on my backpack or, like, my clothes that could have, like, flown off and gone onto my car when I was getting Charlie out? But what are the chances? Because you would have heard that. And the way it was placed looked like it was purposely put there. Totally. And the fact that you didn't see it this morning made me concerned. Right. And so we went and checked everyone else's cars in the parking lot. And then... I called the um, National Human Trafficking Hotline and non-emergency. By the way, yeah, um, I clicked the non-emergency option too, just to get information, general information, report suspicious activity. And I was on hold for thirty minutes before I finally just gave up. Yeah, I kept saying like a couple more minutes and yeah. I'll be with you. And which that's concerning too. Hopefully, if you are calling with an emergency, you can get through to someone quicker. I but, would hope. Um. Yeah, we we ended up deciding to call the police. Yeah, we called the non-emergency line, and I explained it to them. And the um dispatcher, the like the the person that answered the phone, yeah. the secretary, or whatever, was very helpful, very nice. She was like, "Oh yeah, no problem. We can get someone to come out." I was like, "I just want someone to come out and look at it and tell me what it is and get it off my car because again, I'm afraid to touch it." So she was like, "Yeah, no worries. We'll have a um." sheriff call you when they're on their way so about an hour later i get this call and he's like hey what's going on so i tell him blah blah and he's like okay do you have any reason to believe that someone would be tracking you and i was like no i'm just i'm just paranoid and he was like okay well it's probably just a magnet why don't you just take it off yourself and throw it out the reason you should be paranoid is because thousands and thousands of people are trafficked Every, every single day. Year. I mean, well, well, thousands. Yeah, every single year. But there are the numbers every single day. That should people. be a reason enough for you right. to be worried that someone might be up to something with you. And I don't it know. just creeped me out. I was like, yo, it's a non emergency line. We fucking, our tax dollars go towards you. Like, please come. So he basically was like, try not to come. And I was like, well, it would make me feel really comfortable if you could just come look at it, please. And I kind of had to like, not beg him but like sternly ask like yeah. i need you to i would like for you to come out here which by the way their office is like not that far from where we're working so it's not like oh it's a drive an hour to come look at this girl's no stupid magnet anyways so they finally agree they're like all right we'll come out and so they came out like 10 minutes later and they show up and we go out there and he literally just picks it off the car and is like it's literally a magnet and looks at me he's like do you want it? And I was like, no. <laughs> He's like, do you want me to dispose of it? I was like, yeah. And he tried to pull up his phone to see if the Bluetooth would like, you know, if it would show up as a Bluetooth or anything. And it didn't. And then I was like, okay, we'll take it away. Like, you can take it. I don't want it. And then he was like, okay, well, um, do you want to file a police report? And I was like, no. And so they took it and yeah, that's all I know. I mean, they weren't that bad in person i was ready no. to like fight with them because yeah. they sounded really rude on the phone and like almost making fun of you and yeah that was pissing me off um so i had my camera out just yeah. in case they pulled any shit but they were they were pretty nice yeah, about nice. it and mm -hmm. they said you know he even said you know you can't be too cautious in this crazy right. world and that was basically my exactly. point like we're just being cautious because shit is scary out there mm -hmm. especially as a woman yeah and i'm fucking terrified to do anything yeah. i saw this other video of this girl 
who was walking through this neighborhood. It looked like a very safe neighborhood in the broad daylight. There's other people walking around. There's this dude clearly following her, acting like a fucking creeper. So she finally turns around. She's like, stop following me. And luckily, this other bystander who was walking his dog. Bystander. Bystander. Stander. Stander. Bystander. Bystander. Bystander who was walking his dog was there as well. So she like walked up to him and, and the guy kind of like got between the two. But this creepy guy was totally following her, stalking her in the bro- in broad daylight in this nice looking neighborhood. I saw a similar like, video scared. too. I saw one recently about a woman who was just jogging in the park and this creepy guy was following her. She kept changing her direction. He would follow. She, he would match her speed. Yeah. And she eventually got freaked out enough and flagged someone down and went home away from him. But yeah, I don't think you can be too cautious. And when something feels wrong, it's better to be on the safe side. Obviously, it could be in your imagination or there was like another guy that was parked outside of our building and he didn't look like he belonged there. And we were a little sitting in his car. So we were watching him. And I don't think he ended up. I mean, he didn't look like he was doing anything. I think he was delivering a package, but. In this world, it doesn't hurt to be overly cautious. Exactly. And it doesn't help the fact that this is what we do all week. Not that we're we're like, you know, investigators by any means. I'm saying we learn about this time. We learn about it. And it's just it's always in the front forefront of my head because it's just something that we talk about and learn about all the time. And I just was like all the time. If you you say something, something, say something. You can never be too safe. And I didn't want to. And a part of me was like, okay, you're being really dramatic. Like it's a little magnet. But then a part of me was like. I don't think Isn't that what it always is? You, how many times do you hear a story where someone's like, oh, I thought it was no big deal, so I didn't report it. Or, oh, I yeah. thought it was no big deal, so I didn't do anything about it. Mm-hmm. And then now it's too fucking late. Yeah. I'm glad we did. Me too. And who who knows? We could have been right. They don't know what it was. They, no. they were like, we'll take this. But I was hoping they'd like take it back to a lab and do some a lab. little investigation on it. But of course, they're probably just going to chuck it, throw it out the window. Yeah, or I mean, I they know. asked me to pull it off myself. I'm like, that's the reason why I'm calling you because I don't want to touch it myself. So yeah, kind of that was that. our drama for this yeah lovely Monday. Yeah, it was interesting. It was a little sketch, not gonna lie, but all is well. Mm. So yeah, I'm glad that I did it. Yeah. Moral I, of the story: call the non-emergency line if you need to, and listen to your gut. Yeah, through that. Yes. Yeah, listen to your gut. Well, in other news today, we have a rather large CSI for you guys. So today's weenie of the week (laughs) that everyone is talking about and we wanted to touch on (sighs) is Mr. Steven Crowder. Smells like clam chowder. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I've been thinking about the whole time. He looks like he would smell like clam chowder. He does. Loser ass. This guy is such a piece of shit. He's such a scum of the earth. It's he's such a loser. Loser. <laughs> I really don't even he's know. Literally, Elihu Zeher. He is. He's always been terrible, but wow, he is just as bad in his personal life as he portrays himself even on worse, the internet. Perhaps. Yeah, even worse. Yeah, worse than we thought. But mm-hmm. I kind of knew he must be like this with the way he presents himself and talks about women specifically. True. That he's probably treating the women in his life like shit. So if you don't know who Steven Crowder is, he's an American Canadian conservative Christian and Republican political commentator. And he also at one point tried to be a comedian and an actor and failed miserably because the dude is not funny. (laughs) No, he's not funny at all. Big F and fail. Big fail for him. So in his early career, he worked for Fox News and also posted like 
political satire type videos on conservative media platforms. And eventually he started his show, Louder with Crowder, which is a daily political podcast. And this dude has some horrible takes over the years. My God. His YouTube channel has been demonetized twice, first in 2019 after repeated racist and homophobic slurs. And then his channel was remonetized by YouTube. And he, according to them, addressed his behavior and was going to clean up his act a little bit. Mm -hmm. However, that did not last long. And he was demonetized again in March of 2021. And uploads were suspended for a week after violating YouTube's presidential election integrity policy. (laughs) Hell yeah, brother. Yeah, for spreading what was deemed to be false claims about the election. Then the YouTube gods came down on this guy once again when his channel was suspended Um, for two weeks in October 2022 for violating its harassment, threats, and cyberbullying policy. Um, But he has a massive following. Yes. Uh, He's got 5.94 million subscribers as of January 2023. And he also recently started streaming on Rumble. Mm -hmm. Not super familiar with Rumble. It's a streaming platform. It's really similar to YouTube. Yeah. It's like the whole thing is non-censorship just you can say whatever you want there and we're not gonna it's built for people like steven but the way that the website's built is like a lot like youtube yeah it looks Mm -hmm. very similar but before we get into why steven is in the news this week and his latest fuck up um we are gonna go over some of steven crowder's worst takes you guys need to know who this dude is get a little idea for those of you who don't know and warning some of this stuff may be upsetting to hear. It's offensive. It's just horrible. And like I said, he's a scumbag. So first of all, he, like we said, he's always gone after women hard. Um, he would definitely hate us, hate our show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which makes me happy. Mm-hmm. And he says that it's women's fault that we are treated the way we are. That's right. Let's mm. let's check out this clip. No, here's the thing. Most men don't want kids anymore. That's actually not true. Most men don't want kids with you. Mm. That's something that is a really tough pill to swallow. And by the way, because of leftist feminists, this has affected all women. Just so you know. Just so you know. All women on the left are saying, not me. Yes, you're affected by it. You may not believe the things that feminists have espoused, but you've allowed them to speak for you and your community for so long that now you have men with no testosterone in their system and mm. transgenders flooding mm. your lesbian dating apps. This is all from you. We didn't have a say in this. So men don't want children Dude, with you. Sounds like satire. Why? Probably because most women are well into their 30s before they even think about it and they place a priority on careers at this point. No. That's not all that interesting to men. Throw in a lifetime <laughs> of promiscuity on top of it. Yeah, you Guess what? Whore. Guys will play the field in college. They don't want to marry a whore. Oh. What are you saying, whore? <laughs> Had sex with lots of people. You hear that? Clear enough for you? You may say, I'm not a whore. Great. You say that. Men still think you are. <laughs> they don't want kids. Hell yeah. Well, you're going you're gonna to live with a guy? You're going to have five, 10, 20 sexual partners. Mm. Live with a guy before you get married. And then at 36, up and decide that you want to have kids and wonder why he thinks that's a bad bargain? <laughs> bad bargain. What? You've given away all your chips. God, I'm right here. (laughs) And And here's something else, too. Men, a lot of men think it's signing away their life. Why? Because now a man looks, a man (laughs) used to look at the prospect of having kids, okay? 
And a man used to look at this and say, okay, I have a loyal wife, a wife who probably, probably the woman of my youth, right? High school sweetheart was very mm -hmm. common, like your parents. My yeah. parents got to know each other very I, young. I married my wife. You married your wife very young so that you grow up. I married my wife. Brilliant. And then used to be woman stayed home, took care of the kids. That was her job. And Back you in the went, good old you brought days. home the bacon, mm -hmm. you came home, you played the with the kids, you spent some time with them, maybe took them to a game. Spent some and, time uh, with them. <laughs> then you could recharge for the next day. But now the expectation is somewhere in your 30s, your woman is going to work. It's going to be a dual household income. You're going to work all day as a man. A man feels he's going to work all day, come home, and then have to be Mr. Mom. And he's going, you know what? I'll just stay single and I don't need that much money. I can get a flex job. Yeah. Brilliant. They've been take. let off the hook. What yeah, are and your, we hold, like, statistics going back to, to your last example, we hold men to the same. Cut this shit off. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, it's um, yeah. shocking to hear anyone actually speak like that. Men don't um, want whores. Day and age. It's like, Men don't wow, want these whores. people really fucking exist and live and breathe on the same planet. Whores with jobs? Yeah. That's oh, the worst. Yeah. Guys, no guess, one wants a whore with a job. Guess what? We're all whores. Yeah, apparently. Mm -hmm. Not me. I'm pure. I don't know why I'm still D working. Clearly, I'm yeah, not doing can my you job. Not? Mm. You should be. I gotta be home. No, yeah. I should have retired months ago. <laughs> Janelle, mm. you're a whore. Why? Because you live with your husband or you live with your partner. You're not married. That's the mm. first you red flag with Crowder. Is you're that. not married. Yeah. And yeah. you're living together. Oh, yeah. Living in sin, baby. Not good. Not good. Damn, you're right. I've been doing it for a long time, too. Mm -hmm. mm. And is your life falling apart? Is yes. John just. He's. He's, He's like, so why pissed. am I stuck with this? He can't whore. believe that I work. <laughs> He's so mad. He thinks my career is a joke. Mm. Oh, wait, we're buying my house with my career. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Wonder how that works. Interesting. Yeah, it's it's crazy how he'll just make these general blanket statements about the entire populations as if they they actually apply to anyone's right. life. <laughs> Right, such as men don't want horse. It's weird though, because you've said something along the lines of like men in college will sleep around, but they're not a whore. But they're not whores. Yeah, they're, they'll play the field. But women do that, and they're horse. Yeah. Well, that's what's interesting about these type of people that say things like this in today's day and age. That they have the mindset of a man from the 1950s, right? And they really see women and men as like two separate species who have a certain way that they should be. And if they are not that, then they are fucking up society as a whole. Correct. It's really shocking to hear. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm sure this guy, I know for a fact that he probably thought things were better when women couldn't vote. Totally. Women couldn't speak. You know, it's interesting because this type of person, the audience that this guy has and many, other li many others like him have this group of men that have these beliefs that are so shocking that I can't believe they are fucking real. Oh, yeah. Recently, when we have been talking about some of, you know, trans issues and other topics, we've been getting a lot of comments from random people and they're always guys. It's like Chris J, Robert F. And they're like, <laughs> women shouldn't have opinions. Look at these dumb women, women. thinking they're smart. Oh, women, am I right? Women shouldn't have a voice. And it's shocking to hear them actually proudly speak this way on a public platform. Yes. Well, because people like Stephen, who have a following say these things and so people just average joe blow mm -hmm. will say it and yeah. think it's the truth and then they'll their best insult to women who are speaking over their heads is you're ugly right oh look I at love, all these ugly so women my, that's my favorite no man wants you your husband is sad go to the gym <laughs> you're hideous wow dumb and and ugly annoying yeah it's it's yes. uh really unreal to hear people really speak like this but 
Um, not only is he extremely misogynistic and sexist, he's also homophobic. Um, he's racist, wildly racist, yes. this guy. Wildly. Here's a quote from him. If you see a black American, there's a 50-50 shot that they don't know if you think they have the right to exist. If they think they have the right to exist. Oh, yes. If they think you have the right to exist. What? Like, the fuck are you talking about? White Americans have become passive. They've become intimidated. And black men don't respect pussies. <laughs> Okay. Here's a video of Stephen's racism in action. And again, warning, this is offensive and could be offensive to some. Half the funds to farmers of color who are, quote, subjected to racial or ethnic prejudice because of their identity as members of a group, unquote. The U.S. Commission on Civil Rights confirmed as long ago as 1965, the U.S. Department of Agriculture discriminated against black farmers, but little was done to address the problem. A hundred years ago. (laughs) Yeah. uh, Most happy about the new policy. These people. So, yeah. I'm going to buy a plow, man. I'm going to plant that corn. <laughs> Go get a John Dick. Barack Obama, I'm the president of plowing that ad. You. I thought the last Holy thing they would shit. want to do was be farmers. Yeah, Wasn't that a big problem in oh hundreds God. of years? Yeah. Isn't that why Arsenio Hall calls himself the urban man's Johnny Carson? I think so. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Are people, are people lining up out in the middle of Cornfield, Iowa for new dunks? Uh, how would you prove <laughs> this, by the way? Like, how would you prove yeah. that you've been discriminated against? You don't against? have to. You just Well, I didn't say. get that loan. Sir, you had no credit. Well, that should not have stopped me from getting the loan. Uh, I planted a Hennessy tree, <laughs> but it's not growing. Well, oh. I, well, technically, it did grow, but that shit ain't XO. Mm-mm. I put it on the ground. <laughs> I planted a VSOP XO tree. I'm getting in some niche esoteric oh cognac humor. Wow. Don't Dude, white people just go to their neighborhoods and build bark. urban farms and ruin their <laughs> Yeah, yes. Isn't that what white people do? Detroit. Like, yeah. Turns out the, uh, the, the, oh the, the soil content is a high level of meth. Yeah, crazy. Oh, Whoa. Wow, I didn't know. That and teeth. There's teeth. And by the way, he's in my arugula. Dude's evil. Bro. He's, he's evil. He, that is, wow, there were so many racist takes there, I can't even wow. like keep track of them. My brain is melting. That whole clip was wild. Yep. So that was one of the reasons why People listen YouTube to this shut guy? them down. Oh, yeah. yeah I'm dude, like, he's I'm got like, hella followers. I'm like literally like shook. Uh, what the fuck? No, people, people fucking him. listen to this? Like, yeah. love him. There's many people like him, too, mm-hmm. that have so many. Their followings are so massive. And we see these types of people trickle into our comment section and trickle into Twitter and you get a little taste of it every once in a while and you think, oh, these are just freaks on the internet saying whatever, like, who cares? But then you hear someone like this that is making, he is worth millions and millions of dollars. He just got an offer from the Daily Wire for $50 million and he turned it down. And was like offended by it. Yeah. Yeah. That's how rich Steven Crowder is. He's made a whole career out of being this racist, sexist pig. Wow. He's He's worth wildly homophobic. He's, I mean, he's had so many bad takes. We couldn't sit here and go through them all, but right. it, it is alarming that this person exists and is respected and has a makes, fucking platform. Yep, mm-hmm. like this a huge dude, platform. Oh my god, he's worth twenty million. That that is like atrocious. What the fuck? Like, and I, like obviously, like I know this should exist, but I'm like, it's hearing it's, it, like hearing it. It's mm-hmm. like what the fuck? Like how and do you see not, them all together in one yeah, room, and, like, like joking right. around and like making like, it up. Just like we're all racist. Locker room banter or awful, awful. It's um God. 
that's bad. It's hard to even put into words how upsetting it is to actually see it. But yes, it's it's one of those things where you know that these people exist. You know that there's shows out there. In your mind, you like to think that they've got to have like a small, tiny little audience that supports them. They're off some one-off thing. But no. he's massive. Yeah. And many others like him have huge, huge followings. Yeah. And they're breeding this. It's the, the Andrew Tate type, right? Yeah. Which that they're better than everyone. Right. They know everything. They're... They have the right way and that everyone else in society is fucking it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. So his latest, um, well, <laughs> one of his latest worst takes was about the newly released Down Syndrome Barbie. If you didn't hear, the toy company Mattel uh, debuted their first ever Down Syndrome Barbie on Tuesday, April 25th. It's super cool. Um, Barbie has really become a very progressive. Mm-hmm. Uh, Forward thinking. Yeah. Brand. Yeah. Um, which is cool to see them come such a long way. Right. You know, before it was just these like stick figure dolls and right. kind of setting women up for bad beauty standards. And they've really turned it around. They're very inclusive. Mm-hmm. And um, I thought this was really cool. But of course, Stephen has an issue with it and took it to the extreme. Mm-hmm. Watch this. The world's first Barbie with Down syndrome will <laughs> give children the opportunity to play That's not with more laughing, inclusive dolls. This doll is breaking barriers. Being <laughs> the first fashion doll yeah, with, with retard strength. That's allowing wow. more children to project their future through fashion doll play and imagine what is possible. Mattel, Barbie's parent company, announced the oh, new no. figures will soon be hitting store <laughs> oh, shelves. No. Well, here's the thing. They they really have been going full bore. And Mattel actually announced plans to expand this uh, in the name of diversity uh, before the end of the year with sickle cell Barbie. Oh, for the so that's something they also you know look everyone's dude. It's not fucking funny. Literally not fucking funny whatsoever. God, it's just like mind blowing to see someone be so evil just out in the open like that. Wow, wow. To use the R word so openly. Wow. Yep. We have a long way to go in society. Further than I thought. For some reason, I thought, "Mm, damn, thought we were more ahead of this. I'm seeing more and more shit lately that's making me realize just how how fucked up the world is. And they're all like laughing and giggling like little fucking five-year-olds. And what's so interesting is so many, um, you know, right-leaning political commentators who are against the wokeness, against um, inclusivity and diversity, you know, coming in and ruining everything. Right. Even they have spoken out that they are happy about this bar. Well, I don't understand why you wouldn't be. That's very yeah. bizarre to me. Yeah. And it's it's like many people have spoken out against Steven. Just like, dude, what the fuck is wrong with you? Mm-hmm. You have children. This guy has two daughters. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, the dude's a major piece of shit. And yep. um, yeah, we've now learned a lot more about his personal life that has really painted a picture of just how bad this motherfucker actually is. Um, his wife well ex-wife now oh yeah he's been married to her since um august 25th 2012 Mm -hmm. and they were only engaged for three months and then got married and then they went on to have twin daughters in august of 2021 but things have really started to get dicey lately for steven as he announced his wife left him he explained in a video that he's been in the midst of what has increasingly been a um horrendous divorce since 2021 shortly after the girls were born and here's his video statement (laughs) wow Uh, normally people's divorce statements are pretty to the point me and my significant other are separating and we would like our privacy no of course this was so drawn out and 
weird. Yeah, and offensive and wildly misogynistic. Yeah. Let's take a listen. Uh, I have been living with a proverbial boot on my neck for going on years now. Uh, since 2021, I've been living through what has increasingly been a horrendous divorce. Now, let me say on the outset, to be clear, there is no infidelity, any kind of physical abuse at all on either side. And no, this was not uh, my choice. Notice my how he says then wife decided right. that she didn't want to be married anymore. And in the state of Texas, that is completely permitted. It's been the most heartbreaking experience of my life. What I consider to be my deepest personal failure. And just so you know, my opinions on parenting and families have not changed. Um, yeah, that's one thing I wanted to know is he has always been very pro-traditional family mm -hmm. values that um, husband, wife, wife stays home, single parent households are a mess, Bad. and just shaming people constantly for different types of families. I've always believed that children need a mom and a dad, that divorce is horrible, and I still believe that children need a mom and a dad and that divorce is horrible. But in today's legal system, my beliefs don't matter. In Texas, divorce is permitted when one party wants it, period. So for well over a year... In the wildly woke state of Texas. <laughs> that's so funny to me. And he's like, well, they permit it. Yeah, like it's some shocking oh, thing that's only in Texas. That you're allowed to have one party out of the two people decide mm -hmm. to get divorced and you have to respect that. Like, Bro, oh, that sad. is a law in every fucking state in this country and most places in the world. So I don't know why he's so shocked to hear this. Like, oh, I had no idea she was allowed to just leave me. Disappointed. Yeah. But mm -hmm. I think his whole argument is like he wants there to, you know, households should have husband and wife together, you know, and therefore you do whatever it takes to not get a divorce. And if someone wants a divorce, then it better be bad enough for both of them to want a divorce. Mm -hmm. You shouldn't be able to get out of it. Right. Everyone's into it. Exactly. Year, uh, well over a year in the best interest, as well as physical safety of my children, we've decided to keep this issue private and to resolve it uh, privately with the appropriate attorneys. Look at the gun on his desk. I know, dude. Look, and all uh, this and his little rumble cube there. Yep, yep. One thing I want to be really clear about is certain. True North here is that my children are blameless. Completely no without <laughs> fault. And so we decided to resolve these issues privately as it's in their best interests, uh, both emotionally and physically, to do so. And in the now, best interest of your career. That's the main thing he's I, getting at here. I'm the kids keep coming up as an excuse for why he doesn't want this out there. And everyone needs to leave me alone about this. It's confusing how he like takes the quote unquote, takes the blame off of the kids. It's like, yeah, because the kids were to, I don't know. Yeah. I just, it's a weird thing. Like, no one was thinking that this was <laughs> right. the kid's fault, dude. Right. These damn kids made yeah. you guys get a divorce. It's, oh, yeah. it's very obviously though that he, that's what he thinks. He probably thinks that it is partially because they had kids totally. and they ruined the marriage. Yeah. Right. Cause he keeps bringing this up over and over. Other issue is, and this is something that I've kept private for likely far too long. Um, many other people knew about this behind the scenes. Some, not all, but some of them in positions of power. That little piece of hair bothers me. Leverage. <laughs> I think it's just like Superman here. of this. They also knew that the safety of my children included keeping it private. So if you're Dude, no, familiar. What? No. With the the safety of your wallet, as we'll get into. The idea of extortion, then you know the feeling well. 
now, some of these threats were so thinly veiled that I'm frankly surprised you didn't all guess immediately. Stephen has a lot going on. I guess it's the best way to say it. He has a lot going okay, on. Okay, yeah. You don't know who this is. <laughs> yeah. Her name is Candace Owens. She is another right-wing political commentator. Vile human. Vile she is human being. So awful. Ugh. Oh my God, some of the things that she has said over the years. Terrible. She, um, but in... Sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say, she's the one that was photographed with Kanye, right? I don't um, know. I don't follow shirt Candace or something. very closely. I think we talked about it. Oh yeah, maybe he yeah. went on her show. Yeah, and he had I like, vaguely remember the, that now. He had some like shirt that said like white power or something. Oh you yeah, that? I remember something like that. Something along those lines. Yeah, she Not like surprising. she welcomed him with open arms because he's very unbrand for her. Yeah. Um, so basically, what he's getting at is that she extorted him, um, which in Candace Owens' defense. I never thought I'd say that. She absolutely (laughs) did not extort Steven Crowder. She, this clip is from January, 2023, where she kind of hints that something is going on in Steven's life. No one figured out that it was a divorce. I'm sure some people had guessed that, but a lot of people thought that he was um, in the closet. Yeah. And that she had some secret information because that's where most people's minds went. And she even claims that when she was saying this, she had no idea about the divorce. Mm -hmm. We can explain that more in a bit, but just to get some context should be clear because people don't do stuff like this if there's not a lot going on in their lives. I would like to implore my audience and everybody that isn't paying attention to this situation not to condemn him, but to pray for him. Sometimes people need a prayer. Sometimes people need a scripture. You know, Stephen purports to be a Christian. I am unsure at this moment if, if it is my place to say more than that. You know, maybe if I feel in further defense, something should be said. Or maybe if I feel that the public has a right to understand certain circumstances. <laughs> How much you have a right to privacy? Ve- thinly veiled threat that he believes is extortion. Yeah, for this sure. This was it. That was it. <laughs> now, some other uh, issues have been, uh, or I should say, uh, inferences have been more pernicious behind the scenes with demands and threats to use this information that they believe would be uh, so publicly embarrassing to me and my wife at a difficult time that it could be used, knowingly putting my children in harm's way. So to those self-styled Christians, conservatives, and allies, well, not in my book. (laughs) Now, if you find yourself, I I don't want to get into details, so this is going to likely be the only time I have to address this or want to address this. If you're asking yourself, hey, did X person or did Y person know? The answer is likely yes, which will be made alarmingly clear as this process of discovery continues. Uh, And it also, by the way, makes me that much more appreciative of those who did know about this and in understanding the best interests of my family, my children, kept their word and used discretion. Uh, I can't thank you enough. Sincerely, I appreciate it. Won't forget it. It's, it's pretty simple. Um, I loved a woman so much that I married her. <laughs> a woman who, despite all of this, I still love as the mother of my children. And she wanted something else for her life. That's not my choice. She simply wanted out. And the law says that that's how it works. Now, of course, look, I- <laughs> that, yeah. the law says she's allowed to make her own choices as a human Bummer. being. <sighs> that sucks. So shocking get it there are multiple sides to every story but one thing that is undeniable uh in this case is that it's no one's fault but my own 
in that I picked wrong. And that's certainly not the fault of my children. Just when you think he's about to say something good, right. it's my fault. I'm taking responsibility I for a crazy my ass. wife leaving because I have made her so unhappy and abused her, as we will get into. Yeah. But no, it's my fault because I picked, picked wrong. Wow. wow. Oh, yeah. my God. Yep. I'm like, imagine how she feels watching something like this. Literally. Oh. I feel so bad for this lady. Just yeah. wait. Oh. And uh, well, yeah. I will say that what's in the best interest of my children um, is not internet drama, speculation, Certainly not blatant or veiled shakedowns Dude, or dragging their... Stop using the kids. It's like he wants everyone to leave him the fuck alone. He doesn't want it to become a big thing because he's worried about what stuff could come out and what his wife could release, which she did and fucking yeah. annihilated his ass. Mm -hmm. And he's using the kids as for them, for the kids, for the kids. It's for you. It's for your platform and for your wallet. 1000%. Pretty much. Their father or mother. And I can't be clear on that enough. Or their mother through the mud. And to anyone who tries it, I'm no longer going to pacify, capitulate, or sidestep because capitulate. I love them a whole lot more than I love you. <laughs> and I will continue to do whatever is necessary to protect my children, discussing the divorce any further on social media or on this show or in any public space is not what's best for them. I'll be handling this through the proper legal avenues and channels available as a matter of record in which I have more than full confidence so I'd ask that you understand the need for and uh, respect our privacy in what is obviously a pretty tough time. And I hope that none of this has to go any further than that. E mm -hmm. Yeah, he's right. <laughs> he also has a little follow-up statement here. Let's go ahead and watch that. I commented on my ongoing divorce on Tuesday, requesting privacy in the best interest of the family, but also by court order agreed upon by all parties. Look, Broken marriages are ugly, and in them, people do ugly things. Myself, of course included, I would never claim otherwise. However, due to recent misleadingly edited leaks to the tabloid press without context and not subject to consequences of the court, well, if not privacy, the next best option is truth. So today, I have filed a motion to officially unseal all files as they relate to the matter of legal record, finances, relevant medical records, including mental health history or evaluations, depositions, and any motions or sanctions from the courts of Texas. I will not be leaking private marital information to the press, but if the privacy agreements are not respected by all parties, I will address all that is a matter of irrefutable legal record in full context next week. So yeah. what happened to not saying anything? Yeah. Well, clearly she said, fuck that. Mm -hmm. I'm going to share exactly what happened. And I think that was a, a veiled threat at her saying mental health records are going to come right. out saying that, you know, maybe you'll, you'll look like a crazy bitch and people will understand that mm -hmm. I am in the right and that mm -hmm. she's, she's out of her mind. It's so interesting to see a guy who proclaims to be this amazing Christian man that he's just so evil. Oh. Isn't the point of Christianity to live your life as close to the way Jesus would? Isn't that kind of the, the gist of it for the most I part? I believe so. Yeah. So I don't, I don't, myself, I don't know. You seem like a terrible person. Mm -hmm. So confused. Yeah. Because things get way worse. Way worse. Mm -hmm. We really got a glimpse into his marriage and what it was like for his wife, Hillary. This ring security footage was leaked by Hillary and her family to journalist Yashar Ali, who claimed that he emotionally abused Hillary through their marriage. And this video, if you are listening, is taken when Hillary is eight months pregnant with her twins. 
back in 2021, which is obviously you should never treat anyone this way, but to treat your pregnant wife this way when she is so close to giving birth is is like beyond words. Vile. Everything that you're going through at that point, physically and emotionally with all the hormones and I can't imagine at eight months with one baby, it was hard for me to do anything. It was ugh, so painful. You have pain all over your body. But with twins, I can't imagine how much worse it was. And that's important to note because in this video, Stephen, which I think we should give some context before we play it because it's kind of hard to follow. Sure. You'll be able to understand it better if you know what's going on. So he is sitting up by his pool, smoking a fat cigar while his wife is walking around pregnant, talking to him about how she is concerned about giving the dog his medicine, his or her, I'm not sure, because she's worried it might be toxic to the babies that she is carrying. So he, she just wants him to give the dog the medicine. And he just acts like this is a huge deal. He wants her to wear gloves. He wants her to take the dogs on a walk. And then they get into this argument over the car. They apparently have one car, or it seems that way. So, yeah. I don't know if Maybe the car was in the shop yeah. or what the deal was. But this guy is fucking loaded. And they are arguing about who is going to take the car that day because he needs the car. But she has to go run some errands. And let's go ahead and play the clip. I drew a boundary. I drew a boundary. No, no, you just did, you just did it. I drew a boundary in abuse. You, you were not taking the car. No, because to. if you refuse to do wifely things, then I will go stick up the grocery. I'd be happy. Hey, what hell is my grill? I know it's an unreasonable request, yeah. but I'll go do it. Hi. How about you first? Hillary, how do you respect me? Yeah, oh. other than that, other than that, let's see what No, no, other than that, I'm there. No, you're not taking the bus. You're not taking the car. You are not. Then I will ask them if you can do that. Would you have me to ask? Oh, that's right. It's not Give it an Uber. Okay, Stephen, I can't. Feeling some constraints? Stephen. Like, I can't Steven. go. I, listen to me. Listen to me. You want to walk out right now? Listen to me. I can't go to the gym. I can't go to my parents. I can't Whiny bitch. I can't, go, I can't be home. You're going to take the car and leave me here. Hillary, just think of how boxed in you've made me. What do you need <laughs> me to pick up? I'll get it. I'll be back when I'm back. No, that doesn't work either. You'll be back when you're back. <laughs> either. Wiener. I, I, you understand the difference between being set to the second and you're going to be back on back? Stephen. The only way out of this is discipline. The only way out of it. He says the only way out of this is discipline and respect. Is that not a threat in a way? Like, is oh, that it's totally a threat? And everything he's saying to her is threatening. The way he speaks to her, you can tell that she's somewhat used to this. Totally. Because she's really trying not to set him off any further than he already is. He's right. Clearly, she's used to these rampages from him. Mm -hmm. And she's asking, should I have someone else pick me up? Who should that be? But he doesn't want her to get picked up. He wants her to take an Uber. Everything is, let me control every aspect of your life. Do you have an impact? Yeah, I Good. Because you can't have anything yeah. There you go. You throw your hand. You give up so easily. I don't give up so easily. You give up so easily. I, I just said the only way out of this is discipline and respect. You said, no, we're at an impasse. Stephen, no, we are at it. I love him, but Stephen, oh. Stephen, you're a beast. He's sick. Watch it. Watch it. Watch her step back. Fucking watch it. 
that is scary that is fucking scary that is Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and for her to be like i love you she's trying to calm him down Mm -hmm. and her tone of voice is so calm compared i mean Mm -hmm. she's literally like walking on eggshells around him like this Mm -hmm. is so fucking sad what's so sad about it too is this is the reality for so many people that they're in these relationships like if josh ever spoke to me this that way i would absolutely rage on him i can't i would never be able to control myself the way that she is that's because i've never i'm not afraid of him in any way i've never experienced a moment of abuse or fear from my husband and i know that that is not the reality for many people and Mm -hmm. that there's so many women out there who can relate to how she's trying to diffuse the situation for her safety right and her children's safety yep can you be dead and i i need this space we need you to suck and baby for a little bit okay i love you i love you very much i don't love you that's the big problem I've never received love from you. And the fact is, when I what? go, look, I need to do A, B, C, D, you know, no. But I love you more than life itself. Okay. Put on some gloves. No. But I love you more than life itself. The dog. It's not fair. It's not fair and it's disingenuous. So he's saying that the way that she needs to show him love is by putting on the, the gloves and giving the dogs this medicine that could be toxic to her and her children. Or otherwise, he doesn't love her. For him to just say, I don't love you. And you wonder why she wanted to leave, bro. You wonder why. And we're seeing a very small glimpse into this. And this is a cut down clip of a larger clip that the family didn't want fully released. We'll get more into that. Mm -hmm. But you know that this was happening. Exactly. All the time. Yeah. It makes me wonder. This is the one that they chose to release. Mm -hmm. Well, then what else is. Yeah. That they do. They have that is not Mm -hmm. being seen or what hasn't been caught on camera. Right. Hillary, you're right. Right in that. Become someone. Day in and day out. Worthy of a wife, worth no matter the wife. I didn't say the wife. Hillary, Hillary, come on now. I'm not gonna be. I'm not gonna be a few words. I'm gonna go. I'll get texting that you need. I'll get you the team. I, I love you. I'm committed to you. I'm gonna puff it on a cigar in her face. Oh, when she's eight months pregnant. Nice. I'm not. I'm not gonna. Are you committed enough to do those things? You're not committed to anything. You're not committed to anything. You just said, I love you. I'm committed. Walk the dogs, put on some gloves. Walk the dogs, put on some gloves. Are you committed enough to do those things? Are you committed enough to do those things? God, what a psycho. Look at her. She's picking up the leash. She's contemplating just walking the dog. God, I, I just can't imagine being in a situation like that. And I feel so bad for everyone who's experienced something like this. I'm sure this will be relatable for many Mm -hmm. of you out there, which is a sad reality of things. Um, I've never been spoken to like that in my life by my significant other, Um, especially to be told to have things said to you, like to be worthy, a wife worthy Worthy. or discipline and respect or be someone, but also I'm literally taking everything away from you, but you need to be someone. Can you imagine being in a relationship where you are not seen as an equal to your partner that he he's talking to her like he's her dad. Yeah, like a master or something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But like now, he owns her. What's even worse is like we had talked about. This is something that the family chose not to release, but supposedly moments later, off camera. Well, yeah. So I don't know if it's off camera or they didn't release it. I'm not. I think exactly it was sure, on but... camera because according to the article, he heard it. The journalist Yashar heard this being said by Stephen. He confirms that that's what he said. Oh, right. I think I don't think it's 
um, visually on camera, but the audio is on camera. Yeah, that part of the video has not been right. released. Exactly. But anyways, um, he says he, he basically started to lose control and scream at his wife and said, quote, I will fuck you up. Mm-hmm. Which led to his wife uh, to leave the house. And I will fuck you, you up. why she left. I will fuck you up. Yeah, it's, it's extremely upsetting. But again, not shocking coming from him. This is the guy who publicly speaks like this and degrades women right. and other people constantly. People with disabilities, people, black people, uh, gay people, anyone he can Pick take a dig at, mm-hmm. he will do it. He is a absolutely vile human who's a good Christian man with the Christian values. And is so concerned about his kids. Yeah, yeah. So concerned about the kids for my child's safety, for my child's safety. But go ahead and do that toxic medication. They'll be fine because I don't need to get off my ass and stop smoking my cigar to do anything. You were literally sitting by the pool, chilling, kicking back in your nice ass house. And here you are trying to get your wife to do more when she's already doing so much just by being just by living her daily life, carrying your children. She's taking care of them before they're even born yet. You don't have to raise a fucking finger. And most men, most partners out there would do anything they could to make life a little easier. While, especially in those later stages of pregnancy, most decent humans would do anything they could to help someone who is in pain and yeah, dealing with that. Yeah, why is she going out to do the groceries? I mean, it, mm-hmm. maybe if she prefers to do that, whatever, but... They got money. That's the thing, but, too, is like... Yeah, yeah. They could easily get delivery or have someone come walk the dogs for them. Right. If he yeah. doesn't want to get off his ass and do it. But it's it's control. It's, it has, I want to make yeah. her do it because... Because that I will said make so. Me, she's got to do her wifely duties so that she's a wife worthy. So something that honestly kind of confuses me... Not confuses me, but something that, that sticks out to me about his this entire thing is that, like, he's the man, quote. Like, I mean, he's the man in the relationship, right? Right. Wouldn't that mean for him to do more of that physical labor stuff like walking the dogs i see what you're saying or, you know what i mean like totally. i'm like, like alpha if, man stuff if i mean if that if that right, means if that's where we're going man. if that's right. where we're going I like take care of my family right yeah you would think so but no apparently it's being a lazy piece of shit right. and being abusive and trying like, to control everyone else around you they use these talking points so that they can be these evil pieces mm-hmm. of shit and it aligns for them yeah, he's just manipulating her. I don't think it has anything to do with the fact that he wanted the car, or the medication, no, blah, blah. No. Like, I don't think he's actually mad about that. He's just trying to have a There's a much bigger issue at play. He has a control issue and he gets pissed when she doesn't react the way that he wants. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even though she's literally just trying to avoid the confrontation in general, which I think is also pissing him off instead of her being like, oh my God, what do you want from me? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sorry, I'm a yeah. piece of shit or whatever. Like having some type of reaction back, mm-hmm. the fact that she's not, reacting is probably making him even more upset Mm -hmm. to the point where he says he's gonna fuck her up yeah saying i will do this to you like that is a fucking threat Mm -hmm. well she eventually had enough and left his ass after their children were born which steven was not at their birth because he and this is a very confusing bit here but he was getting this surgery which he has said was some type of heart surgery because he says he has some type of connective tissue disorder and so blood is not flowing to his heart the way that it's supposed to. He said he's getting like half the blood volume and he said something along the lines of like, maybe I'll be like Superman once I have this done because I'll finally be getting enough blood to my heart. So that was kind of his version of things. Candace Owens has said that he was getting an elective surgery 
for cosmetic reasons to make his chest more broad because I guess it was kind of concave and he got yeah, a bar. It caused the chest to kind of like cave in mm-hmm. on his heart. And so that was like one of the concerns. And yeah, yeah. So a lot of people are like, okay, well, maybe it was elective. Which would have been fine. He can obviously get whatever surgery whatever he, he wants, want. although he doesn't believe everyone else can. Um, <laughs> but that is very interesting timing to plan a cosmetic surgery or a surgery that doesn't need to be done immediately, right when your wife is about to give birth for the first fucking time. To twins. Yep, to twins. So he he was not there. Missed his children being born. Yeah, not only that, but it says after the birth, Stephen bought a townhouse. This is a um, statement that the family came out with after in the same article. Um, Stephen bought a townhouse and left the home permanently. Hillary was unaware that Stephen had hired a divorce attorney and asked his assistant to cut Hillary off financially after giving birth to twins. Not only shitty, but also illegal. You can't start. If you're going to get divorced, you can't start pulling stuff financially like that. Until afterwards, right? Until yeah. after it's been finalized. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Plus, it's interesting that he's bringing up, you know, she's the one who left me. I had no say in it. I wanted to be in a relationship when he turns out he was the one who kind of initiated all of this. Mm-hmm. Um, which good thing he did because she's getting out of this horrific relationship. They also say the truth is that Hillary spent years hiding Stephen's mentally and emotionally abusive behavior from her friends and family while she attempted to save their marriage. She was the one who was asking to work on their relationship to keep the marriage intact for their unborn children. How heartbreaking for her. God. That's terrible. It's disgusting. Isn't that so ironic mm-hmm. after... He's out there like, my kids, my kids, and my wife. Mr. Family Man. I still love her. I still care about her. I'm so sad about this divorce. I, basically being like, I did nothing wrong. She chose mm-hmm. to leave me. She didn't want me anymore. The only thing I did whore. wrong was pick, was pick the wrong bitch, essentially. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then this drops right after. Yep. Yep. Because she probably got a whiff of that and was like, hell She's like, oh, no. Bet. Yeah. You're going to go there with it? Let's let's play hardball, dude. Stupid fuck. Yeah. So people are... um really dropping off his train fast. I mean, of course, his his core audience is like, it's fine. There's been a lot of people that are like, it's just an argument. This is a lot of people fight this way. This is what it's like. You know, we don't know the context. We right. don't know this. We don't know, the you context. know, people are making up a million excuses, but most people with their head screwed on, right? Even people that are normally people that would defend Steven have turned on him and are are calling this out for what it is, which is wildly abusive behavior from Steven Crowder also has said some very weird things in the past that just really it's um ironic now if you will Mm -hmm. after all this Mm -hmm. has come out one of them being when people do marriage right they don't complain so much and so their voices are silenced by the rabble of the promiscuous charlatans peddling their pathetic worldview as progressive Here's my challenge to the real men out there it's very simple if you have a good marriage talk about it if you love your wife say it If some moron tells you that you're merely a newlywed or that you're just too young to understand, correct them. My father, like most fathers, always taught me that a man is someone who stands by his principles, someone who lives with integrity and puts his family before himself. That last one is important because as a young boy, it's your pops who provide you with security. Mm -hmm. But let's expose them to the toxic fumes of this medication. We had a severely autistic kid in my class, and I was always picked last in gym class, even after him. Naturally, that made me feel pretty bad as an eight-year-old. 
Yeah, that's a, that's even kind the of autistic a... kid got picked uh, before me. That kind of goes with his view of yeah. the. No, oh, you're right. It does kind of fit in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he's just generally a a piece of shit, and we're seeing it that it carries on. This guy's to a home. fucking loser. Yeah, dude. he is. What that doesn't is work for me either? He's like a third grade boy. No, literally. Shut up. Whining. Fucking idiot. So pathetic. So yeah, he started this whole beef too with Candace Owens and all of this, which is so strange and out of left field because of that veiled threat that she made back in January saying something's wrong with him. We need to pray for him. Mm. Didn't say exactly what it was, but she basically figured out that they were getting divorced because she went to his, her Instagram, saw that she wasn't following him and then went to his and he wasn't following her. Hillary. She kind of put... They weren't following each other. Yes. So Candace put it all together and connected with Hillary mm-hmm. behind the scenes. And now Hillary Crowder only follows a few people on uh, Twitter. And most of them are like abuse support networks and hotlines and stuff like that. And then Candace Owens. So it's quite possible that she will end up going on... Candace's show, which we will show this clip where Candace invites her to come and speak. And so this could ha- this could be happening by the time that this episode goes up. Yeah, here's her talking about the ring. So after the footage comes out, she hops on and starts talking about the ring doorbell footage and how Stephen is a monster. I personally believe that he is a monster. And that is, by the way, Stephen, if you're watching, I'm not trying to extort you. I am just simply telling the truth. There was a lot of things that are going on. And I am glad that his wife found the strength to speak out. And I'm calling upon everybody to roundly condemn this, to to reject this firmly, not to somehow come up with an excuse and say, oh, well, it's a divorce, so we shouldn't talk about it. We should mind our own business. No, the way that we represent ourselves privately and publicly should be the the same. If you purport to care about family values, again, then you should care about this situation and you should condemn it. Yashar Ali also added in this article, In reviewing documentary evidence related to their marriage, Stephen Crowder appears to be obsessed with the idea that his wife is only interested in him for money. Hillary Crowder started dating him well before he became famous and wealthy. Mm -hmm. He was making less than $100,000 a year when they got married. Again, the Crowder narrative never seems to line up with the reality. And on that note, for those of you that are asking for an update, yes, I did send a cease and desist to him regarding his comments that I somehow extorted him. I sent the cease and desist. I heard back from his lawyer. And essentially what I get from this is that his lawyer is saying that this was just his opinion and it was just Stephen Crowder's feelings. And even though it wasn't reality, too bad, so sad. Here is exactly what that legal letter back to me said. I'm going to read you a couple of quotations. It says, The simple fact is that Ms. Owens, as shown in the clip, made thinly veiled threats directed at Mr. Crowder that she would release the alleged dirt she had on him if he kept making statements about the Daily Wire. Mr. Crowder's opinions fall short of any defamation. At most, he has merely opined comparatively the feeling of certain misconduct to his own present state of being. Then the subsequent use of the word threats is not in and of itself an accusation of crime, even within the larger context in which it was used. The most reasonable implication is not an accusation of crime, but that threats have occurred that fall short of being a crime. 
Again, at most, they are simply reminiscent in Mr. Crowder's personal opinion of the specifically referenced type of misconduct. In short, these are his feelings. They are not facts. And his opinions are protected. And to make it clear for those of you that thought that there was something going on in the background or that someone had secretly threatened him, his lawyer is alleging that's not the case. He was simply referring to the exact clip that he showed you of me. Nothing else happened. He just wanted you guys to think that he was under duress in some other capacity. In short, as I have said, I believe Steven Crowder is an absolute monster, and I encourage all of the other people that he has victimized to find their strength to speak out now. I never thought I would say this. Mm-hmm. Myself agreeing with Candace yeah. Owens. She's well-spoken there. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. yeah well-spoken. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, obviously he's trying to... Somehow, why is he trying to bring her into this? It's so strange. Because like, she's defaming him. By hinting that he was getting a divorce before he actually just announced hinting that it. she was go- that he was going through something. She mm-hmm. claims that she didn't even know this. Mm-hmm. That she just that basically she figured out that Hillary and him were not following each other on Instagram, and she was like, "Oh, they Praise must for him. Something must be going on." But she didn't mm-hmm. even say, "Yo, I figured out they're not following each other on Instagram." She literally just was like, "Pray for him," yeah. and he like freaked the fuck out. And now these two have major beef. Oh yeah, he has uh, lighted the fire well, for himself. He is. She's going to be coming after him hard. Oh, now. yeah. Um, and yeah, like I mentioned, she extended an invitation out to Hillary to come on her show. I and wonder if she will. Yeah. She I means she might. She's following her back. So who knows? I feel like things are going to pop off this totally. week with the whole situation. So yeah. who knows? If there's a major update, maybe we'll step in, um, record something. Yeah. <laughs> we'll step in. Step in. Candace also has sent Stephen a cease and desist. And we are going to play that clip of her demanding a, quote, full-throated retraction. And suggesting that I extorted him. I will not take that lightly, okay? I am not Hillary Crowder. I am not anybody in his family. I am not going to take somebody going onto his platform and alleging that I either harassed threatened or did anything that would put his children at risk. That is very serious stuff that he is saying. And so what I did this morning after this clip was sent to me is I contacted a defamation lawyer and I am sending Stephen Crowder a cease and desist. And I'm going to demand a full-throated retraction to the idea that Candace Owens threatened him or extorted him. Ah. So there you have it. T. Taking each other down. It should be interesting to watch this play out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very sad situation, though. I feel um, very sorry for Hillary Me to, have to have been married to this piece of shit for piece so long. Piece of shit. I can't sorry even for imagine the girls too. what else That's he the has thing. done. The kids are going to see this one day. Right. They're going to know how horrible their father treated their mother. at their birth. But mm-hmm. all about the kids. You come mm-hmm. on your fucking stupid show mm-hmm. and you're like, all about the kids. Yep. And I will do whatever I can to protect my kids. Mm-hmm. Don't no one talk about this to protect my Mine. kids. Right, right, right. Dude, we see right through your bullshit. And then he's like, oh, wait, actually, I might have to come out and spill all these things having to do with yeah. Hillary because I gotta protect myself. Mm-hmm. Okay. And my kids. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, uh, I think this is gonna be quite interesting. Um, I'm sure a lot more will come out from here. So loser. Maybe we'll keep you updated on that. Yeah. Doesn't work for me either. either. Got the worst. Such a bitch. Shut Seriously. up. All right. Well, after we've talked about a bunch of bullshit here, we wanted to end on a fun note. <laughs> and one of our sessions has supplied a box of fun. That's right, baby. Her name is Serenity. And she sent this lovely little note 
Not only did she send a box of fun, but she also... Yes. She got me a Stanley, guys. <laughs> One of these limited edition ones. They're she said, I blacked out and purchased all eight when she was shopping at the Stanley... Or, at Target. Yeah. The this spring like a, Stanley Cup collection. Mm-hmm, it was like an exclusive to Target. They were all sold out when I tried to get one. A fun lavender color for mm. spring. Thank you. Seriously. I love it. Also, which I don't have right now because I've actually been wearing my house, but she got me a Grateful Dead t-shirt. Thank you so much. That's yeah. so sweet this of you. So nice. Like That's very, very generous. You guys do not have to do that. We really appreciate it. Mm-hmm. So thank you, Serenity. Shout out to you. And she also... Which is great timing because Cinco de Mayo is tomorrow when Woo! this is going up. We got a box of Mexican snacks. Woo! And we have... Oh! <laughs> Hello? <laughs> we have Corelli here to explain some of them to us because she actually wrote in the note, Corelli can explain them to you. <laughs> yeah, I can explain them to you. Also, she was so sweet. She sent that bag of Cheetos for me. Oh, yeah. And yes. I haven't eaten them yet because I wanted to like show them on the show. Oh, I'm mm. jealous. Oh. These are the best ones. Oh, they're for all of us. I mean, for the me, lime especially, ones. but like, <laughs> ah, thank you they so much. They don't really sell the lime version Crack anymore, it open. huh? No. So, okay. I've, I, I don't know if they maybe like just not, or not making as many or something, but it's so hard to find them yes, now. I can never um, find them. And I don't really like the regular ones. I only like the lime. So I had it like, remember, I remember like talking about it a few months ago on the sesh and, um, one of the sessions actually sent me like a bag full of like full of of hot cheetos i had like five bags of hot cheetos at one time and shout out jess shout out jess damn these Um, are spicier than i remember i haven't had a cheeto in like or hot cheeto in at least two years what oh really Mm -mm. i haven't i don't like the i can't i only like the lime ones Mm. dude so good i have them at the airport i'm gonna need a water refill if i have more of these Mm. you also made horchata right i did make horchata Horchata. Horchata for the whores. <laughs> yeah. That's right for the yeah, whores. Horses. <laughs> that's right for the whores. Yeah, that yeah, might be good to have. Because yeah, we have some spicy yeah. things Should we here. pour a little glass of that as well? Yeah, let's um, let's go get it. Okay. Okay, Corelli got us horchata. Mmm. So God, this good. is good. Well, how do you thoughts. make it? It's so easy. It's so, it literally takes, it's not, it doesn't take me very long. It's just like kind of. Damn, it's good. It's, thank you. I'm really, I'm really happy you guys like it because I haven't made it in a, in a little while. Um. God, yeah, so I'm glad good. you guys like it. It's better than I got. So what? What's in it? Okay, so it's so easy to make. Um, you soak. Um, I usually leave it soak for a really long time, probably like, like eight hours to twelve hours. Um, water, rice, and cinnamon sticks. Just regular mm. rice. Oh wow. Um, un- it's not not cooked or anything. It's just regular rice. And then you let it sit for a little while, and then you just blend it back and forth, or you blend it, and then you just strain it back and forth. Um, because you get a lot of like, um, like the, like the rice sediment, I guess at the very bottom. Mm. So you just have to like, you just have to like, um, uh, strain filter it. Filter all that out. Yeah. Just filter it out. I literally strain it probably like 10 times mm. back and forth. And I have like two different bowls. I'm just mm. straining between. Right. Girl, after it that, is good. So Listen I think that, mm. 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 so after that I put, um, a little bit of Mexican Molina, uh, Mexican, um, vanilla, Mm. by molina if you know you know um i think that one i've made it with like regular like vanilla extract from like dude max vanilla store. is bomb oh it's different it hits so different. good um but you know just to taste i don't honestly don't measure anything i just do it until my ancestors tell me to stop mm-hmm. <laughs> um <laughs> well i love that but um and then you put um con- sweetened condensed milk so i didn't put any sugar in this one because it has the sweetened condensed milk mm. um 
because oh. it's already sweet enough. Oh, you know what I mean? Good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then once you do that, you put in um, your milk of choice. So you just like fill the rest of it with like your milk of choice. Oh, um, but yeah. It's really easy. It's so good. It's so good. It's so good. Maybe I'll make a little tutorial one day. This is good with the spicy stuff too. Mm. Yeah. And those hot Cheetos. Damn, they oh. are hot, man. So good. May. 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 <laughs> All right, let's start. Okay. What's this? Oh. Abuelita. We, abuelita chocolate. Um, chocolate abuelita. We can't make that. I mean, we could probably. But oh, I it's like a, a hot, hot chocolate? It's a, yeah, it's a hot chocolate. Oh. This, we'll save this for uh, another day, but this looks delish. Mm. Yeah, during sure we'll have another time. cold day it's coming so up. So good. It's only May here, so True. who knows? Could snow tomorrow for all we fucking know. Yep. There's this um this drink that's very similar to that. It's called champurrado, and mm. it's um it's a it is like chocolate based, but it's a um like a thick chocolate milk. It's made with like mm. cookies and stuff. Oh hell Ooh. yeah! That sounds bomb. Yeah, it's made with like um animal crackers, like whatever. It's kind of malty. Yeah. Oh my mm. God. My I grandma makes it every. I haven't had it. She hasn't made it in years, but I dream about her chocolate. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We have squinkles, salsa sketty. Salsa sketty. Salsa sketty. Here, you have one too. Have you heard of these, Curly? Oh, yeah. I love those. Lucas squinkles. The, make, they make the best uh, candies. Squinkles, salsa sketty. Throw it. Are they sweet or spicy? A little bit of both. So the the spaghetti is sweet. I think it's watermelon flavored. Um, and then you have like a little packet of the um, sauce. And that's like... Oh. So you put that... The spaghetti sauce. Yep. <laughs> See, I love this kind of shit. And then the spaghetti that. sauce is like the spicier. Oh, this is similar to that thing I had. Remember the pickle? The chamoy pickle? That oh, yeah. Mm. yeah. That was disgusting, Ew. though. That was nasty. 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 Oh, I just sprayed my sauce. <laughs> Ew, uh, you sicko. Ew. Oh, gosh. It goes everywhere. Yeah. Mm. It's really fun to eat. It's what a is- it's a fun little snack. Mm-hmm. What does it taste like? Like the sauce? Um, I think it's what? The sauce is tam- spicy. Ooh, Cameron? it's so good, though. Mm, mm. It's really good, actually. Yeah, all together, it's bomb. Oh, I'm into that. Me too. Ooh, like those flavors really hit well. Yeah, I like how easy to chew they are. Mm-hmm. Not like I hate those sour straw things. These are kind of similar to those, but not. Yeah, they're easier to eat. Mm. Mm. Soft. Oh my gosh, it's mm. so good. The watermelon um flavor that they use so good. Mm-hmm. They have a bunch of other candies that have the same kind of watermelon flavor. Mm. The best. There's also. Uh, I want to find them. They have like these like um they're almost like ring pop type of candies where Ooh. it's like um like a sucker part. My favorite one is the cucumber. Um it's like cucumber and chili. Um but you just suck it and then you just put it in the little You dippy. just suck it. Yep. Mm. You just put it in the little dippy and then here first like fun dip. Yep, like fun dip. Just suck it. Mm. Just fun suck dip it. was the best. It's like an interesting tang. Yeah. Mm. Delish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what do you think? Really good. It's good. Yeah. Caramel coated peanuts. Ooh, that sounds up my alley. Mm-hmm. Crack this hoe open. Those also remind me of my grandma a lot. She really likes those little cacahuates. Mm. What'd you call them? Cacahuates. Oh, these are fucking good. You guys try and say it. Cacahuates. Cacahuates. Yeah. So this looks like the stuff that's sometimes in trail mix. 
Is it similar to that? Ooh. So good. Crunch. Crunchy crunch. Oh, yeah. Yep. It's just like that. Those like red coated peanuts and trail mix. Mm, delicious. I've never, I don't think I've ever seen that in trail mix. Really? Mm-mm. Hmm. Mm. That's really good. God, American snacks and treats are so basic compared to every Suck. other country. That's oh. a coconut. That's- Baked coconut macaroon candy. El Super Leon. Oh, the Super Lion? The Super Lion. <laughs> I love all these snacks. Honestly, like these are all like I'm I like I'm so familiar with all these snacks. Um sometimes those are called ban- banderas, banderitas. Um, the coconut thing. With the little bear on it. No, it's the it's like the it's like the Mexican flag Holy shit, color. That's fucking good, dude. You're gonna love that. I love coconut. Mm-hmm. You're gonna and I usually don't like the texture of coconut, but that's good. What's it's, it called again? Um, well, I don't know what that one's called, but the ones that I've known, they're called banderitas. And they're um, I mean, it's the same thing, but it's just different colors. Really like good. coconut that's in like white, green, and red. It's like a cake. Mm. Mm. So far, I will say the aftertaste is a little soapy. Soapy. But it's pretty good. Mm. The texture is 10 out of 10. Mm-hmm. It's like a big, it's just like what? It's baked um, baked coconut. Pretty much. It's yeah. Somewhere it's like a almond joy, but without the chocolate. Yeah. 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 Exactly that. Yeah. Sometimes you feel like a nut. Oh, yeah. Sometimes What's that fucking song? Mounds got nuts. Oh, wait, no. Almond joy's got nuts. Mounds don't. Mm. I think both are gross. Okay, anyways, moving on. Yeah, why don't you guys try it on camera? Have some easy tamarind. Yes, I've always wanted to try on, tamarind. Wait, they're having. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Yum. It's just really good. Mm, I haven't had one of these in a really long time either. Wow. I love coconut like that. Mm. Mm-mm. 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 So good. Mm. There's another one that's tamarind flavor. Mm. Mm. I had a tamarind margarita this weekend. It was bomb. <laughs> Bomb, bomb. <laughs> tamarind is like a really sour fruit. Yeah. It's I've like never a, really liked tamarind that much. I've never tried it until this weekend. I liked it. So we'll see about this one. It's covered in like um in like a like a chili powder. Yeah. Which sometimes I like. Sometimes. Um when you bite it, make like sure it doesn't there's not a seed in there. Thank you. Yep. I want you to break a tooth. <laughs> It doesn't look super appealing. Thoughts. Is it like the tahini? Something's off. I like the tamarind flavor. I don't know. The texture? I don't know. Something's something's (laughs) not right for me. (laughs) (laughs) Is it sour? It's pretty sour, yeah. I thought the worst thing I just don't like tamarind, but I like the chili coating. I love chili flavored things, but it's actually not too bad. It's just a little weird. Mm-hmm. It's not my favorite. Yeah, I want you guys to try that one. You try it first. It's like perfect throwing range. Yeah, it is. Oh, I know this smell. <laughs> she doesn't like it. Okay. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember my mom used to get these. I also really like Ugh. these too. I don't really. I don't really like it. Wash it down with the cello shot. Mm. You don't like it? Not really. No. Mm. That's not my fave. What I do mean, you think, Curly? Oh, these are amazing. I love these so much. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. Oh, good. Well, like, I will eat this. Good. Great. Later today. Perfect. Mm. Okay. Oh, oh my God. Haven't, one of those, haven't had one of those either in such a long time. Thank Curly. you, Serenity. What are these? So those are very similar to the ones that we had last time. 
Okay. Um, the little jello shots we had last time. The main difference with these is that they have, um, I believe they have either uh, like aloe vera gel in it. Mm. Yeah. Or you coconut gel. These little cubes. Yeah. So it's aloe vera gel. Essentially the same thing though. Um, I personally like these a lot better than the than the other jellies. They right. are called jigglies. Jig- so what's Jiggly the proper way to get them gels. down? Like a shot? Like yeah. do the whole thing? Oh, yeah, it's literally a jello shot. I've been, I was doing jello shots when I was like eight years old. Like Hell, you're doing this little yeah. pinky finger around it? No, I stuck my tongue in there. Oh. Uh, okay, so the whole thing? Yep. Isn't aloe vera oh, used to go to the bathroom? Yes, you can use aloe vera to go to the bathroom. Mmm. Mm. What flavor did you get? I want to say it's like pineapple, maybe. Oh, yeah. It has like crunchy things. Mm-hmm. Well, I think they're coconut. Ooh, that is good. Those mm-hmm. are way better than the gel things we had. Those little These are delicious. jelly shot things. What's that, what flavor was yours, Janelle? Yours is blue. I have no idea. Blueberry? It's kind of blueberry. What <laughs> flavor do you guys want? There's a... I don't... It doesn't say the flavors. It just says the colors. Green, kind of like a yellow, orange, grape, I'm guessing. Ready? You guys are going to catch these. And throw both at the same time? Is the camera on you? Wait, I don't want you to hit any equipment. You're not at the best angle. I can do it. I got a good aim. Got it. Good job. I'm scared. I <laughs> <laughs> actually got a bulk. Thanks, Carly. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Mm, I like the texture of those. Ugh, yeah. You I'm not a big one? fan of Jello. Mm, no, I'm okay for now. Mm. Jiggly gels. Jiggly gels. Jiggly gels. That's a fun thing to say. Jiggly, Jiggly gels. Jiggly gels. Sounds like jiggly balls. New gels. <laughs> Ooh, how's that? Mm. Can't get it open. You almost have to like suck it out, like That's right. inhale it, mm-hmm. <laughs> like a vacuum. Yeah. 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 <laughs> mm. Um. What? That tastes like pineapple too. <laughs> Maybe mine wasn't pineapple. I don't know what mine is. I don't know what that is. I feel like mine could have been like tangerine or something. It's good. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it all in one, but yeah, it's good. Yeah. Yeah, they're way more flavorful and they taste more fruity. Yeah, like authentic to actual fruit you know flavor. They, they taste like to me, artificial. Even though they taste very artificial, still to me they taste like the um, you know, like the little jug drinks when you had a, you had as kids, like the little like they were like colored and they had they were like little jugs. You know no. what I'm talking about oh, like Kool Aid, the ones that were in like the um barrel. Like the, yes, yeah, that's kind of what these taste like to me. I, I never no was allowed to have those. About. Oh, like we had to twist off the top. No, like, those mm. were good too, though. Mm. Oh. What else we got in here? Okay, we have uh, marzipan covered Masa. with chocolate. Masapan. Ooh. Marzipan. Marzipan. Masapan and marzipan are different. Oh fuck! I'm an idiot. I thought there was the same thing. No, marzipan is like a paste. I love these De La Rosa things. They're so. Good. Oh my god. I have no idea. But I've never had a chocolate one before. Um, What is it? So they're like almond. No. Like peanut butter. They're not. Oh, yeah, they're peanut. Oh, yeah, they're not. But they're they're only peanut. Yeah, they're peanut. Yeah, it's like a it's like grounded up peanuts um, made into like a little cake. Yeah. Hmm. They fall apart really easily. Really easily. It's a it's like a fucking blessing when you get one out in in one go. A blessing. (laughs) But I haven't had the chocolate ones, I don't think. I know. I was thinking maybe the chocolate holds it together better because... Yeah. Mm, I see what you mean. Oh, Sorry. Oh, yeah. I can smell the peanut. Okay. So it's kind of like a Reese's almost. Kind of a way better. Fuck yes. the Reese's. It's like the... Yeah. It, it's not as wet as Reese's. Oh, I see what you mean. It's very like fluffy and mm-hmm. it falls apart. Crumble. Oh, my God. That is good. That is mm-hmm. amazing. 
Wow. The texture is unreal. That's like one of the best things I've had in my life. Dude, wait, really? Yeah, that's like really you good. You can buy huge packs of them on Amazon. It's like Reese, Reese's, but way better. Yeah, it's like fluffy. I went through a phase of eating like a million of these a day. Really? Mm, years ago. I see why. Mm. The chocolate ones? Mm-mm. I've never had the chocolate. Mm. Oh, this is giving very Reese's vibes with the chocolate. Yeah, and there's like some bigger pieces in there too of peanut. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ah, oh, I love these. They're so good. Mm. The texture just does it for me. Mm. Yeah, the texture is mm. so fluffy and mm-hmm. melty. Mm. I've had best things I've ever had in my life. <laughs> I'm serious. This is really good. I know, dude. It's like a air spun peanuts. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's got like almost cotton candy vibes, mm-hmm. but peanuts. So peanuts. Mm. Damn, that's good. Mm. Thank you, Serenity. These are amazing. I love you. So many good things in here. Okay. Do we have more? Mm-hmm. Oh my oh, gosh. Shit. I'm not going to be able to eat dinner. I'm glad I skipped lunch today. <laughs> there you go. Okay, we have these lollipops, which I'm going to pass on because I'm not a fan. I can already tell. The spicy kind? Yeah. It's not my fave. Is this the watermelon or the corn or the chili? Chili. Is it the... Oh, it's the mango. Mm. I'm not sure, but... That yeah, it says Marma mango. Mango. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's going to be good. Mmm. <laughs> See, I really like the chili stuff. You don't like any chili candy? Not really the candy. It's like mm. confuses me, I think. Mm-hmm. My little white ass can't handle it. I see what you're saying. It confuses me. It does. <laughs> I like this. So what I used to do as a kid mm. sometimes when I didn't like the, the chili on it, I would run Runs it underwater. It. Yeah, yeah, that's smart. I would yeah. do that. That's what I would do with like airheads. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, uh-huh. I would do that with warheads. That's what I yeah, mean. Yes. Sorry, warheads. Okay, guys. I have a disgusting thing I used to do with airheads. With airheads? What? Air- the taffy one, so right? Hard. Yeah, the taffy ones. Ew, what'd you do? So I'd always get them at the pool. Oh, oh I know no. this story. I would dip them in the pool water. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you've talked about this before. Really? Wait, Suck what? it off. Yeah, she didn't like the concession wet stand. Airheads would taste better when they're wet. Like, I don't know, they tasted more sugary to me when they were wet. So I would like dip it in the pool and like look at it. They're activated by the chlorine. I was going to say, yeah, that was the chlorine. Disgusting. Mm. It was like drinking piss. What do you guys think of the lollipops? It's interesting. It's just kind of like rough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, rough. these will cut the fuck out of your mouth. Mm-hmm. I really like these. Maybe it's like exfoliating my tongue. Mm-hmm. I'm going to keep working on mm-hmm. this today. Same. Mm. Yeah, I'm going to have this later. That's good. That's really good. Um, They also have like these in like corn, like a corn shape or a watermelon shape. Mm. Um, Surprisingly, mango is my least favorite of these. No, I love mango. I'm not normally a mango person, but I can't taste the mango yet because it's all chili. Mm. Mm. It's really good. All right, last up. Last up. Takis. Okay, so I've never had Takis. (laughs) We have a bunch of flavors. We have crunchy fajitas. These are the blue ones. I've seen these before. Mm -hmm. I just saw a thumbnail of Nikocado Avocado. Yep. Having like a shit ton of these. We have nitro, crunchy Mm. fajitas, blue, and fuego. Fuego. So I feel like these are going to light our asses up. (laughs) <laughs> I'm going to try the fajita ones first. I've never tried the fajita ones. I didn't know that those existed. Takis are too hot for me. I'll say it off the bat. I'm a little baby back bitch when it comes to the Takis. Yeah. Hot Cheetos are overwhelming for me, so I can't imagine this is going to be good. I'm going to need like more hot chata. Hot chata. Mm, the crunchy fajita is actually not that spicy is at all. Oh, no? I was say. It says it's mild. It's definitely mild. Mm. Oh, these are actually good. The fajita ones. I want to see you do the super fuego or, or the nitro. Yeah. Try the blue. 
Mm. Do you yeah. taste like fajitas? Yep. Kind of. Those are really good. <laughs> mm-hmm. Got kind of a lime kick. Mm-hmm. It tastes like um, like a smothered enchilada mm-hmm. type thing. Mm. You That's think can, really good. Do you think you can make it into my mouth? Grow the thing? All right, let's try it. Is camera on you? Camera's on me. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> nice. close. Wow. Mm. Mm. Those ones are good. I like Ooh, those, Now guys. try a blue one. Oh, yeah. boy. Aren't these, like, really intense? blue heat why are they blue <laughs> why not why not yeah can't imagine Turn your much mouth artificial blue. color isn't that with fire the blue part's the hottest it's gotta have like blue right. one the blue, yeah bleed. the blue part of the yeah, blue part of fires is hard or the white yep, part of the got blue one fire. so does this one and red like 40 or red 40 i've been learning about the artificial colors and how bad they are especially yeah, they're for horrible kids really they're terrible for you really bad for kids especially red 40 that's the big one yeah, yeah. which pretty much everything in america has red 40 mm-hmm. in it do those? Nope. Not the blue ones. <laughs> those aren't as hot as I thought. Oh, wait. It's kicking in. <laughs> oh, your tongue, them. tongue is blue. Is I don't it? like it. Mm-hmm. No, thank mm. you. I actually like those. Oh, good for you. They're not that bad. They're not as hot as I... I would have thought these were like unbelievably hot. But I seem to like chili flavored heat. You know? These ones? I hate like jalapeno... No, you, you, I was going to say, you like more of the flavor, not so much like just the spice. Yeah, I like it. To, if it has like a decent tomatoey base. Which ones are these? Nitro. Oh, oh. God. Habanero and lime. Oof. Oh. No. Already? No. Um. Mm. <laughs> I feel like we're on hot spicy? ones. It had a spicy taste at first, but it actually mellowed out. Mm. These aren't as bad as I thought. Oh, I always good. thought these were like unbelievably hot. I always thought they were pretty hot. That's definitely the hottest out of them. Wait, try the regular one. I think I like these ones the best. The fajita ones. Fajita. Fajita. Those aren't bad. I can't believe I've never had Takis. I've seen them everywhere. Surprise. What do you think of them? They're not bad. Are you a fan? Uh Uh-huh. You like the rolled rolled chip? Mm Mm-hmm. Not bad. Good. Excellent. Well, I think that's it. Thank you, Serenity. Yeah, thank you so much. That was really nice of you. Yeah. Other countries have way better snacks than America. America's trash. In a lot of ways. Yeah. The snacks is our least problematic thing about us. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I know. I really like these fajita ones. Mm. I need more tata. You guys should do uh, the hot ones challenge. We need, should bring the hot sauces back out. Oh, God. Play another game with the sauces. Because oh, we no. didn't do all of them. No, we didn't. We said we were going to. We never did. We need to like come up with like a good challenge though as to yeah. why we would do it yeah yeah we'll like the loser that. of something if you have any ideas let us know for a nice spicy game loser of the day it could be trivia that could be really scary though. loser of the day is steven crowder that's right baby loser god he's of- such a loser really i wonder is. what he's doing right now probably, probably like crying shitting bricks because mm-hmm. his wife exposed his abusive ass actually you think he's posted anything let's check Let's see what's up on Louder with Crowder. Smells like clam chowder. (laughs) His weenie smells like clam chowder. Could you imagine? I wonder what his wiener smells like. Probably not good. (laughs) It's probably not good. Six hours ago. Oh, he's trying to go off track here with Epstein CIA release. Oh. Which is pretty interesting stuff here. Huh. I wonder if he's going to just try to blow past it all. What a fuck. How can you just blow past that? Apparently you can. 
Yeah, I guess. Oh, we'll see the the comments. Top comment says Stephen Crowder is the type of guy to sit on his couch and smoke cigars while his eight months pregnant wife puts on gloves and gets to work. Correct. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Watching your downfall is so lovely. I hope your wife gets everything in the divorce. This one says mm. Crowder needs to become a host worthy. It starts with discipline and respect. <laughs> Watch it, Stephen. Watch it. It's true. CIA looks into, looks into Epstein. Epstein, watch it. Fucking watch it. <laughs> the show feels different now. I can't beh- get behind Crowder unless he either takes a break to pull it together or gives irrefutable evidence proving his innocence. We feels saw it on camera. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Acting like nothing happened is not fighting like hell. Discipline and respect. LOL. LOL. Steven is so good at training his employees to look happy no matter what. I guess he thought he could also train his wife. Ooh. I feel bad for the creators who signed with Crowder, thinking that this would help them. Meanwhile, he's busy trying to ruin his career. He's a busy man. Someone says, I'm just here to read the comments and laugh while the video is paused. Poor little Crowder feels boxed in at home with his car, without his car. He can't go to his parents. He can't go to the store. He can't go to the gym. He can't do any of the stuff he wasn't going to do anyway. Discipline and respect, Steven. God, these comments are brutal. Dude, he's toast. Yeah, I don't think he's toast. Not forever. Or I mean, toast. we've like learned. No one's toast, really. No, no one's toast. Because there's shitty people that will watch a shitty person. Sorry, baby. And on that note, thank you for watching this episode. <laughs> <laughs> shitty people out there who watch our shitty content. <laughs> we love you guys. It's always a fun time hanging out with you. Um, we'll be back next week, of course. That's right. And coming up soon, we have Marlena Stell. Which is very exciting. Yeah, we're really he's, excited. He's coming here soon. I'm gonna spill all the tea. So excited to meet her and do some chitty chatting. So we're very chitty excited. chatting. Okay. All right. Well, that's gonna be it. We'll see you on the next session. Until then, keep, keep it, it fresh. fresh.